0: everyone and welcome to that wellness podcast with Natalie Deering. I'm sitting here once again with Adora Winquist. Welcome Adora back to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much Natalie. What a joy it is to come back and commune with you and your wonderful audience again.
0: I'm so excited that we're able to do a part 2. I know in our previous episode we had mentioned to the listeners that we were planning to do a part 2. And we were just going through kind of what we were wanting to touch on in this conversation. And I'm really excited because (laughs) there's a lot of really great things that you're going to be sharing today in connection to what we had already touched on in the previous episode of us diving into trauma and how trauma is our portal can be our our portal to freedom, right? And that we can utilize these, and we'll get into this more detail, but the five pillars of modern alchemy. Is that correct? The right way of saying it?
1: Yes, Okay. absolutely.
0: And we're going to be diving into those today. And hopefully the listeners can come away from this conversation, feeling like they have a better understanding of what those five pillars are. And also maybe some practical ways that they can maybe connect with each of those things. To help with their healing journey.
1: Absolutely. It's super exciting.
0: Well, let's dive in, shall we?
1: Yes, yes. Well, I think let's start with modern alchemy as an overview, so we can have a more tangible context for what that really means, right? Yeah. Because so many of us, when we think about alchemy, we're drawn to earlier times and the idea of transmuting base metals into gold, right? That's mm-hmm. what many of us think of when we consider the term alchemy and some of the you know, historical concepts and, and artwork and theory with that. But when I speak of alchemy from this modern perspective, I'm really referring to spiritual alchemy, right? And how we can transmute... The places of limitation within us to learn how to thrive in all facets of our lives so modern alchemy is really the hero's and or heroine's journey mm-hmm. of transmutating the places and patterns right where we know They don't serve us because we stay small in our life experience, right? And we don't cultivate that life that somewhere within us we know is possible. So in modern alchemy, we walk the path of the seeker that transforms the journey as the seeker to the sacred leader of your very best life, your most Mm. authentic self-expression and the embodiment of what is your birthright in this human form, right? Which is living a life of plenty, of abundance, right? Abundance of health and vitality, abundance of prosperity and resources, abundance and harmony of love in relationships. And of course, that sense of perfected self-expression that we all long for, right? To break free and break through those places of constriction that we all have, right? Because we've all right. we've all experienced adversity. And in our last uh, segment, we talked about blessings, right? Mm-hmm. And how our life lessons, when we're able to unlock the greater wisdom within them, we can see the gift. Right. Mm -hmm. The blessing, because every challenge, every hurdle, every place of adversity has a gift within us that we can receive at the level of mind, heart and soul. And that is really the path of the modern alchemist to remember that we are much more than our physicality right? That we are much more than our physical bodies, Mm -hmm. that we are in fact, these vast spiritual beings that have chosen the container of this physical form to learn how to harmonize and unify mind, heart, and soul and thrive, right? Because Mm -hmm. even at the cellular level, we are both physical and spiritual, and I think this is really important. We, we touched upon cellular consciousness in our last segment. Um, but one thing I'd love to share with your audience, and you know, this comes through science, this comes through quantum physics, this comes through our biology. And the truth that we're both biochemical and alchemical beings, because within each and every cell, if we kind of go into the microscope of our minds, right, Mm -hmm. and envision each of the trillions of cells in our body, well, when we look at a cell, even if it's through our intention in this moment, right, the cell membrane right? That material that surrounds each and every cell in terms of protection and containment of energy, right? Electrical charge, DNA, and vital life force. Well, that cell membrane has these incredible um, molecular antennae around it. Mm. They're called self-receptors in the medical community. And those self-receptors, those antennae are constantly in communion, receiving energy from our environment, from the field, right? And we can also term that field, the field of light, of source, of all that is. Mm. So we are constantly receiving a unique signal from that field, from the source of all that is, that is meant solely for us, right? And we're receiving that within each and every cell in the body at all times. Mm. So that's really profound in the remembrance that we are not separate right. from source. We are not separate through all that is. We are not separate from each other. Yeah. And so even taking in that, that awareness is a beautiful foundation to come in and understand the five pillars of modern alchemy in a tangible and visceral way, Mm -hmm. right? Because the idea, the path of the modern alchemist knows that these concepts aren't just existential, right? They're not just sitting out there in the universe or the cosmos Mm -hmm. or outside of us. They are active fully within us, right? Yeah. So, so as we then come into the five pillars, well, let's talk about what those are. And then I'd like to share a little bit of uh, an experiential, a tool, right? Because it's so important to remind our minds that transformation that healing that awakening that embodying our most authentic life and purpose does not have to be over complicated right, right? exactly because what happens what happens when we uh, create a big spiritual and emotional to-do list for ourselves. Right. And we put that on top of our, our already physical mundane uh, life to do this, yeah. which we know is enormous every single day. Well then once we b- become bombarded and overwhelmed, what do we do?
0: We, I mean, shut down or just not do any yeah. of it.
1: <laughs> right. Nothing. Oftentimes we don't, you know, we get trapped in the resistance or the fear of, what if I don't do it right? What if I fail? Mm -hmm. Because in the past, I haven't been able to move past this point in my intentional creation of reality. So sharing tools, interventions that are practical yet profound and accessible becomes a tool of empowerment for everyone that's listening. Mm -hmm. And not just everyone that's listening, right? Because when we take those tools and apply them to our day-to-day experience of reality, then what we become the ripple effect Mm. for that transformation, for that higher vibrational light, for that sense of harmony and compassion right, and kindness. And gentleness that we all long for in our lives. And then when we're able to connect that with each other, it elevates consciousness as a whole. Mm-hmm. So just a, a, a bit of a, a context, right, to frame this conversation about modern alchemy that it can be accessible, it can be consumable, it can be practical and yet profound. Yes. So now let's consider our our five pillars in this, uh, etheric temple that we're creating. Right. And I like to, uh, to frame it as this modern alchemy as this temple, because, um, we are going to receive that temple of light and love within each of our beings within each of ourselves mm. so that everyone that is listening right now, right. When this goes live and, and then this is shared, that um all of your listeners are becoming activated through the frequency of this conversation and of this sharing that we have between our hearts mm. right our open hearts our illumined minds and our awakened souls in this moment right? that's beautiful because that that is the gift that is the gift yeah so Let's go into these pillars, these five pillars, and you and all of the listeners, I'd like you to envision a beautiful temple. Maybe your temple is constructed of white or opalescent, maybe it's emerald, maybe it's ruby, it can be whatever you want it to be. And this temple is really a representation of you, because Mm -hmm. your body is a sacred temple. Your body is a sacred temple, an instrument of your divine design. It carries your light, your quintessence, and your unique self-representation, your unique expression of vibration, right? We talked about that coming through to our cellular consciousness in each and every moment. Mm. So last segment, we talked a little bit about essential oils. And oils are such a a profound pillar of your temple because they are a natural tool that can be accessible in your fingertips throughout your day, right? And of course, we know prefacing that with the fact that they're natural, that organic and biodynamic and the most pure because Uh, a great, unfortunately, an enormous percentage over 90% or even more of what's on the market is adulterated, right? Right. And so the purity of the oil represents the purity of the frequency and the vibrational patterning, Mm. right? And the purity that you are calling into your being, into your temple of light and essence to activate your greater potential. So um, a really important point that we touched upon last session was the connection between olfaction and the brain. Mm -hmm. And I want to come back to this for a moment because it's so important that when we inhale the right essential oil in the right formulation or the purity of a single note essential oil, and we make that connection with the brain, specifically amygdala and limbic center that regulates so much of our physiology, mood, memory, and emotion in particular, we are able in that moment to elevate how we feel. Mm -hmm. And what is that doing? That's making the connection between the brain and the nervous system. And so many of us, right, that are, operating day to day from places within our past trauma are experiencing that through our nervous system with anxiety, with depression, with overwhelm, with feeling a sense of scattered, of disconnected, right? Mm -hmm. And not even knowing, well, how do I carve out the time to go and connect in nature? right? I'm in the office or I'm in my apartment or I'm on the road or I'm on the go so much throughout my day. I can't just pop into nature four times a week for an hour at a time, even though that would be ideal, but you can bring the purity and the potency of nature to you into your hands. into your energy field, into your brain where the essential oils and your intention become the anchors at a biochemical perspective, as well as vibrational, Mm -hmm. but at a biochemical perspective through your brain and nervous system to bring that sense of peace, of centeredness, of groundedness, Mm -hmm. right of connection, right, opening the breath. And we're going to talk about breath in a few minutes, because it's so important to our overall physiology and emotional resilience, because the breath is liberation. Right. So, yes.
0: Can I ask you a question? You know, so in regards to I'm sure people are listening right now being like, okay, well, I see that they sell essential oils at, I don't know, Walmart or target all these random you know places now have essential oils but like you said before over 90 percent of them are not yeah. curated in probably the healthiest purest organic form yes. and for you and your your company your business are y- you all sell essential oils
1: Correct? Yes, we um, we do sell essential oils through the Soul Institute because um, as a formulator, right, and as a healer and teacher, I feel I have not only a responsibility, but a commitment to ensure that individuals that are wanting the purest, most premium, highest vibrational frequency oils uh, in the global marketplace that they can have access to them. And here's why. I mean, it took me, I'm now over 25 years in this field. Mm -hmm. And when I first began and and was using fragrance oils, thinking they were essential oils, I thought I had it made. I didn't know. And in the process, right, it's been decades of education, of experience, right, as a formulator now that many of My formulas have sold hundreds and hundreds of thousands of bottles, little bottles all around the world is remarkable. Right. But it it lends a very unique vantage point of experience with many different companies, many different oils. And what does that mean? Well, it means that there has been an enormous expense to be able to get to this point. Mm. So as a way to, honor the individual that wants something profoundly pure and effective, but doesn't want to spend decades of education and resource to figure out what that means. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so that is why we do offer the essential oils and of course the, all of the formulas, right. These are such important anchors to our transformation process and to Acknowledging, not just acknowledging, but uh, actualizing the truth that trauma is a portal to our liberation, right, mm-hmm. is a pathway, is a doorway, because they, from the biochemical perspective, not only help to release those good feeling neurochemicals in the brain like dopamine or serotonin, but we can also repattern the neural pathways, right? Mm -hmm. This is profound. We can access the blood brain barrier passing through that with the essential oils, especially those high in sesquiterpene like frankincense. So, So what we are really seeing that this is the most potent form of plant medicine and an innovative medicine for the future yeah. right an ancient medicine but for our future ability to heal at the holistic level because using oils from an allopathic perspective is just like uh is wonderful right it's a it's a place to begin um and when you're going out and looking at essential oils from all of these different places right we remember That because we're in partnership with Mother Earth and there's only so much essential oil produced every year that we start to see the same oils in the same huge chains. Mm -hmm. Well, then we start to to become curious. Right. Mm -hmm. About dilution, about adulteration. Yeah. And so when we want to experience the oils from that holistic perspective where they are able to access us physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, the the most pure aromatic is really key. Okay. Right, in this in this area. Yeah. Thank you so, for
0: explaining that. Because like I said, so they're, they're sold everywhere now, you know, and they're sold everywhere. Yeah.
1: They're sold everywhere. And think about this for a moment. So Point A is where the essential oil, um, the plant material is grown, right? Maybe it's a farm. I'm thinking back to some of the farms I visited in India where the jasmine was growing Mm. or the rose fields or the lavender fields. And, you know, really being able to have a clear understanding of what it means from seed to bottle. Yeah. Right. And all of the love, the care, the technology that goes into growing and nurturing a plant, especially mm-hmm. when it's organic and biodynamic. Right. And then the harvesting, ensuring that the harvesting is done at the most appropriate time. Like when we were in, in India and picking jasmine, we had to go to the field at about 6, 630 a.m., Right. When the essential oil content in the flower was at the highest yield. Right. Mm. That's how you ensure the full gamut of chemical constituents. That's amazing. Right? That are, mm-hmm. right. And then not only the the harvesting, but the distillation to be done in a certain time frame after that. Again, mm. to ensure that the yield is there for all of those chemical constituents. Right. right. Yeah. So, so we think about that, that's an enormous undertaking, right? Mm-hmm. How much love has to go into that as well as the science, our and science always. And so then, okay, the product is distilled. So the essential oil then before it becomes a product at your target or Walmart or boutique or health food store or favorite vendor um, if you don't know your source at that point, it goes through many, many different hands mm. before it becomes a product. And so this is where it's important to understand that adulteration is its own art and science and its own multi-million right. dollar industry. Exactly.
0: More, yeah. And more. So, so I would knowing en-
1: your source is key.
0: Right. Okay. And so, yeah, I would encourage people to check out your website, of course, and the amazing shop that you thank have you. of essential yeah. oils. Yeah. Thank you thank for you breaking so that much. down.
1: Yeah. It's so important. So from this perspective, right, when you have your essential oil and you have maybe a roller ball, cause that's one of the most accessible ways and you don't just leave it on your shelf, right? You carry it with you through your day and you start to learn how to modulate your emotional experience as a habit practice. And that becomes the stepping stone effect, right? Mm -hmm. For feeling good, for feeling better. What does that mean? It means better decisions, right? Better feeling. When we feel good, everything around us changes. We start to like line up with all these synchronistic events, Mm -hmm. right? It lifts our point of magnetic attraction with the universe. So so as we um, outline, right, the essential oil alchemy pillar in this regard, um, uh, just a reminder to all of your listeners that this is a potent place that you can come to and work with throughout each and every day where it becomes a habit practice to modulate your energy in the moment, your emotion in the moment affecting brain, body, nervous system, Mm -hmm. right? Cellular response and expression.
0: All right. Perfect. Thank you. Now
1: let's go into our crystal alchemy pillar. Yeah. Now, and I'm sure, you know, so many of us, especially when we were younger, um, just love to go and find shiny baubles in the earth, right? Oh, yeah. I was certainly like that. I and, love doing and, that. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I happen to live in, in North Carolina and, we're in the Blue Ridge Mountains and the, the earth, the stone formations here are over a billion years old. Wow. And it's so rich with crystals. Mm-hmm. And my family and I were out hiking a couple of weeks ago and came across maybe four or five specimens of garnet, right? Just mm-hmm. laying right there on the trail. Um, so beautiful. But, you know, many individuals say, well, I really like crystals, but, you know, they're just pretty. Right. And so it's kind of a woo woo thing, a spiritual thing, even though I like them. Mm-hmm. And but maybe I'm not going to tell my friends that I like them. Right. <laughs> right. And who can relate to that?
0: The fear of so, judgment. Um, yeah.
1: Yes. The fear of judgment. But what I want to share with all of your listeners, and we'll take quartz crystal, right? Because this is one of the most common crystals, one of the most affordable crystals, and one of the most effective to use in the process of spiritual awakening, awakening, trauma healing, um, and ultimately just lifting uh, your vibration. So a little known fact is that these crystals are everywhere from our uh, watches, Mm. our computers, right? Our technology, military telecommunications devices, right? Um, They can be found through so many places. Well, why is that? It is because they conduct energy and vibration, they conduct, um, they amplify, they project, Mm. right? Uh, They encapsulate, right? Like a microprocessing chip Right. One of the things that's really interesting, if um, you've ever enjoyed the work of Dr. Bruce Lipton, mm-hmm. um, he talks about the cell membrane, the cell wall, as being a liquid crystal. Oh, wow. And he shares a story about coming up with that, a liquid crystal, the cell membrane with gates, right? What, which are our receptors, mm. right? Like we talked about a few minutes ago. Well, it's so interesting that if you um, are, if you look up the definition of a microprocessor chip, it is the same exact
0: ah, definition. Interesting.
1: So when we are looking at crystals and how they can benefit us well they can help to activate that crystalline cellular consciousness within us and support our cells to communicate with each other mm. right with those biophotons that we talked about last segment right which is essentially light so the crystals help us to Uh, articulate communication within ourselves and the world around us with greater light. So in that regard, they are wonderful to use in meditation, which we'll be talking about in a few moments. And um, I'll share um, a wonderful crystal grid that you can use to amplify your own meditation and spiritual awakening process. Um, And this is really important because when I was healing from endometriosis, I was in severe pain almost all of the day, every day. Yeah. And um and and of course this brought me to a deeper exploration of these pillars mm-hmm. of modern alchemy as a means to heal myself as a means to find relief as a means to uplift my emotions because I felt such a sense of disempowerment, right? And that happens when we experience a chronic or acute disease, yes. right? whether it's physical or emotional or mental. Mm -hmm. And so the crystals become a wonderful way that we can uplift our emotions, Mm. that we can awaken greater spiritual connection, but where we can also connect with them through our cellular consciousness because our cells, our body, is where all of the trauma is stored. Right right? And this is really important. Um, there's a wonderful book called The Body Keeps Score by Dr. Bessel um, Vander Kolk. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Yes. And so within our physicality, within our cellular structures, all of the trauma or energetic blocks are held. So when we are working with these pillars of modern alchemy, they are encouraging us they are supporting us they are assisting us to make those points of a connection at the psycho-spiritual right at Mm -hmm. the mental emotional perspective and release at the cellular and physical perspective so we can unlock that greater life force Mm -hmm. that greater intelligence right that greater light and love that exists within us already Right, We're not broken. We don't need to fix ourselves and each other. It's more of receiving, right, through these allies, these alchemical allies, receiving the remembrance Mm. of the power within and then harnessing that power to activate our greater potential.
0: That's beautiful. That is
1: the gift of this life.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so how would you... What is, I guess, yeah, a little tool or mm-hmm. something yes. that I, you've already brought up courts, and that's something that people can go out and find in terms mm-hmm. of purchasing and all of that. And I've got my courts over there. I can see it over there, in my bookshelf and awesome. And I so yeah, it. what would be something is there anything that you could share with people in terms of how they yes. can utilize?
1: Crystals? So, so here is a simple practice. You can go out. this is a double terminated quartz which means it has a point on both sides but you can go and get some single terminated they don't have to be this big although we sell some of the the uh, single terminated on our website i think they're only like 12 dollars. okay um but you can get smaller ones that are even less money than that so it doesn't have to be an enormous expense so go ahead and go out and get six single terminated quartz crystals and then you're going to bring them home. And of course, you don't want to use them right away. You want to clear them. You want to charge them. So quartz in particular, you can run under water, or put in a little bowl of salt, sea salt water uh, for about 30 minutes. Or if you're running it under cool water, doesn't have to be cold, don't, doesn't need to be hot, just cool water for about a minute right? You can hold all three or all six, three in each hand and hold them in there and then take them out and put them into the sun at midday for about an hour or two to charge them up. So when you get your crystals, two steps, you want to clear them of any energy, right? Because they store energy, right? That's why they are a part of the chips for your computers, Because they store energy and intelligence. So before you use them, you want to cleanse them. Then you want to charge them up, right? And especially with the purity of energy from the sun, Mm. pure energy, right? And it is representational of source light. And you can have that as a blessing as you place them into the sun, inviting them to be charged with the pure energy of source to serve you in the highest, most benevolent way. Mm. Now, remember, it is your sacred intention, right? Just in that that brief little moment that holds infinite power, infinite potential, because you are harnessing the alchemy of the present moment. And it is the present moment that holds infinite potential. Mm. And that is why the mindfulness, the intentional practice is so key right we just don't want to be oh i'm thinking about what i'm going to make for dinner or that email that i have to send or maybe i'm really behind on a bill or a mm. project for work right no we are harnessing we are engaging that power that life force that is within us right, right? and that is how the modern alchemist works with co-creation mm. everything in life and i think we touched upon this is co-creational yeah. Because this is a relational universe. Right. We are constantly in relationship with ourselves mm-hmm. and our outer environment. Beautiful. So, then what you're going to want to do, and this will be a great segue for us to come into meditation alchemy. So, uh, you'll go to your sanctuary space, your sacred space. Maybe it's outside, but maybe it's inside. Maybe it's in your bedroom, maybe it's in your living room. Um, and that's a whole other thing that we could talk about the elements in setting up sanctuary space, but I don't think we'll have time today. So you want to go to a place where you're going to be comfortable, maybe light a candle, make sure it's free of clutter because that's a distraction for your mind. Right. And this is really important when we talk about, uh, meditation, alchemy and setting up your space that mm. feels inviting, yeah. right? Because you want to go to a space. Place that in your in your personal environment that is inviting, that feels clear, mm-hmm. that feels open. Because the more you go to that same space, the more you're uh, creating momentum of harmony, of energy, of your sacred intention. Right? Yes. Think of it as a holographic representation of your temple, right? That mm. we talked about that we're yeah, building now with the pillars. Mm-hmm. right so it is a outer representation of your sacred temple that you are inviting to be reawakened within you so <clears throat> this is um going to be in a star of David formation uh which you could also think of as like the uh, star tetrahedron or merkaba two interlocking triangles so once you're seated comfortably, Um, What you'll do is start to place your single terminated crystals point inward, right? And one at each knee. So it is in front of your knee, your point, your termination pointing to your knee, and then one right in front of you, kind of in your midline. So that represents a triangle in front of you. So left knee, right knee, and then out a little bit further, right in your center, still facing inward. And you and said, then you'll
0: do this- sorry, just to confirm the, the, the upside down triangle, right? So the point is facing towards you. That one, is that correct in terms so of the, in what you're describing case, right now?
1: The, um. Hmm. so the triangle would be, if you were envisioning, if you had your eyes closed, you would see the base of the triangle at each knee. Right. And the point, yes, the point ahead of you. Okay. Gotcha. The so, apex ahead of you.
0: And so the way you lay the courts down is you said the the pointy part needs to be facing which you. way? Us. To okay. You. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's energizing you, mm. energizing your physicality, energizing and awakening the divine consciousness that is held within you. Okay. And then you'll do the same thing behind you. So at each hip, again, point facing in to you, and then behind your midline. So it would be kind of, you know, um, in alignment with the crystal that you placed in the front center. Okay, this would be the back center.
0: Yes, that makes sense. Perfect.
1: Now, of course, I would tell you, the first thing you'll do before you do that is take a drop of your essential oil, breathe it in as you invite in your intention and open your field, your consciousness, your body, yeah. your mind. You can even anoint your crystals, right? Mm. So they're amplifying that synergistic consciousness.
0: So you would put the, you mean like put the, a drop of the essential oil oil in your palm and then you could hold your crystals.
1: Yeah, you would put it in your palm, breathe it in first, because we always want to make that connection. Mm-hmm. And then and then you could just rub some of that oil on your crystal. Okay. So now we are bringing down, we're anchoring the pillar of meditation. So why do we meditate, right? Is it like, wow, well, meditation, the yogis in India would go to the caves and and spend their lives in meditation. Well, mm-hmm. I can't do that. Right. I can't meditate for an hour a day so again this is when we come to practical consumable practical yet profound start with five minutes a day start simple and build yeah. up because it is the consistency of the practice where you're going to have the holistic benefits what are those benefits enhanced emotional outlook now this is clinical research on meditation that and i like to call that the research the foundational alchemy mm. um But the research shows us that a consistent meditation practice is going to increase immunity, is going to increase dopamine and serotonin release Mm -hmm. in the brain, those feel-good chemicals, neurochemicals. It's going to lower cortisol response in the body from stress. Why? Mm -hmm. Because your stress is going to be lowered you're 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 creating a experience of tranquility of centeredness of calm right and you're doing that consistently 5 minutes a day then you might find out oh i was just going to do this for 5 minutes but it's been 15
0: mm-hmm. i feel
1: like i've been transported right because you're able now to expand your consciousness connecting from conscious mind through subconscious through to super conscious divine mind right sense of all that is where we begin then to receive the higher energy within our field and cellular structures especially because we have our crystals right Mm -hmm. augmenting the experience of awakening of creating more energy and this was a practice that i used um specifically when the process of endometriosis was the strongest and it was it provided such emotional solace but also helped to energize my physical body right so i could start to heal mm. and this is really important when we think well gosh i'm in a healing crisis and i can't seem to get out of this cyclical pattern um, of dis-ease, right? Discontent, yeah. discomfort. Well, we need to strengthen our cellular structures, our physicality, right? So we can feel that sense of physical empowerment
0: mm-hmm. to make
1: better choices for ourselves. Absolutely. Instead of when when our brain and body is operating in that place of fight or flight or just fogginess and fuzziness well how do we know what the best choice is and how do we make that choice when we're just trying to get relief to move through exactly. the day-to-day and it's survival mode yeah So meditation uplifts us from the places of just surviving in our lives so we mm-hmm. can see oh now i see the solution and this is one of the things that is i think perhaps less talked about in terms of meditation is that when we are able to lift our mind, our heart, our soul, our physicality, well, then we can start to see the solutions for those challenges Mm -hmm. that we have, that we all have to some capacity daily.
0: Yes, I completely agree.
1: Yeah. So in this way, your meditation pillar using your crystals. Now, if you didn't have six, but you're like, hey, I just happen to have two, two uh, quartz crystals. Go ahead and meditate with them in your hands.
0: OK. Right.
1: It's progress, not perfection. If you're like, well, OK, quartz is nice, but I'm really drawn to a uh, rose quartz, something pink because I'm working on self-love. And that will bring us into our next pillar, the pillar of love. This is perhaps the most important pillar because it is coming into the remembrance that we are love, Mm. that everything is love and the love frequency, which is the the new book that I'm working on. It will come out next spring. And it's also the program that's available now teaches us how to honor and adore ourselves as the beloved to bring the focus inward right because we just said we can't fix anything outside of us right right we can't fix we're not meant to fix a friend a loved one we're not fixing the planet you know the or the solar system we're not broken it's mm-hmm. coming inward the only way that we can become the change we wish to see in this world is by bringing the focus inward yes. to our sacred human hearts, to remember that our heart is the way forward. It is the source of all creation. It is the new currency. Mm-hmm. It is your true north and GPS. Right? So the love alchemy pillar right, that we're anchoring now in our own temple is a way to come into our own hearts. And so the simplest practice here, and the most profound is remembering to have that sense of embrace, of compassion, of forgiveness for ourselves first. Yeah, And so the practice here is perhaps the most simple right? And we can work through this now together. And this practice completely shifts your point of harmony within your own physicality or your, your mind, your emotions, but the way that you interact with everything and everyone around you. So simple thing, we're going to place our right hand over our heart and just take a deep breath into your heart space. And just letting any tension be released in this moment. So, feeling into the depths of your heart. This is your affirmation. In my sacred seeking heart, I feel and receive my love. So you can envision a a valve at the very center of your heart that you are opening, a faucet that you are turning fully on, a doorway that you are opening. Envisioning a chalice, the most beautiful chalice you've ever seen. Perhaps it's gold, perhaps it's encrusted with diamonds and rubies and emeralds. Perhaps it's ceramic or marble and just envisioning your chalice being filled with your love until it runneth over. And continue to breathe into your heart space until it feels like it's glowing like a sun. You know, and, I, and I'm a child of the 80s, so I, I think of this, I see this as my heart glowing red like ET. And just feel how good the sensation is in your body and feel how it's expanding from your heart to every cell within you. to Every thought that you're having, every feeling, every physical organ, every gland, every cell. Feel how that love is moving through and flooding your DNA and your mother and father bloodlines. You are love. Your love is infinite and it heals and transforms and awakens and creates everything. So now you've anchored that pillar of love in your temple, in your sacred Mm. temple, in your physicality.
0: That's so beautiful. Thank you for leading us through that and, As I was just doing that, I, you said yours, you envision kind of like a a red light, like E.T.'s heart. Mine was kind of this bright yellowish white, like sun and almost just felt like a sun just kind of radiating out for my heart space and all through my body. And it just feels so nice.
1: And this is a sacred esoteric truth, right? When we talk about you are the son of God, you are the son, right?
0: Mm, Yes.
1: You are the son. You are the emanation of source, light, and love.
0: That's such a good reminder. And it's an important reminder because like you said, it's, it can be easy to get caught up in the stress of a human life you know, and all of the responsibilities that we've created and to have that opportunity every day to just pause and to breathe with that. It's so empowering and grounding at the same time. So thank you for sharing that.
1: My pleasure. So now we go into the fifth pillar, practical alchemy, right? And you just touched on that, right? These are accessible practices that can be simple and yet profound right feel how different your cells your body everything feels within you right now how it's emanating out Mm -hmm. around you in this beautiful ripple of love right so when we talk about the pillar of practical alchemy well that too is voluminous and we might not Have time today to touch upon all of the aspects that go into that, but let's talk about breath for a moment because I do want to share another technique with your audience. And as an overview, some of the other beautiful aspects of practical alchemy are the Akashic Records, right? Your soul's journey through time and how we can. Come to an understanding of why certain experiences of the soul in the past have an effect on this particular life. That in itself is a whole, you know, a whole story, right? A whole sub pillar, if you will. But when we come into breath, um, it's so beautiful because breath is liberation, right? We are invoking the element of air which helps to uplift consciousness and emotion, right? Where we find inspiration and communion uh, with source in that way, with sound, right? Sound is a component of that as well. A sound healing too is another, a beautiful aspect of, uh, of practical alchemy. We might not have time to go into that uh, today and the, the power of the solfeggio frequencies, um, but perhaps another time. I was gonna say
0: we can uh, do more.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so when we talk about breath work, we um, again, this is a very practical uh, intervention, a tool. And when we acknowledge that, oftentimes we're just breathing very shallowly, right? And what does what happens with that? Well, that perpetuates anxiety. Mm-hmm. disconnection a sense of feeling disconnected scattered uh, unclear right but when we can bring our breath right bringing it through that Dantian, the lower belly area your energetic core well it grounds you right it helps to energize your physical body it helps to clear the energy field And so one of the practices that I want to share with you is called the Love Code Breath Technique. And it's a way that we can focus mindful, right, with the power of our intention and engage our breath, right? Even in this moment, just simply taking a deep breath from your lower belly and noticing the difference between that and how you typically are breathing, Mm -hmm. right? It's so powerful. Oh, yeah. Because it's a way that we can regulate our emotions. It's a way that we can access spiritual connection. And it's a way that through the power of our breath, we are feeding ourselves. We are nourishing ourselves in this process, right? When we can learn how to control the rhythm, the cadence of our breathing. Mm-hmm. And there's many wonderful modalities like the Wim Hof method of gre- breathing, right? I'm sure um, oh, yeah. some of your audience has, has listened to that, or maybe try that with the cold plunge. It mm-hmm. is powerful. For those of your audience that are in San Diego, I think it's called Breath Degrees. is one of the most awesome experiences that yeah. you go through this all a tropic breath work and then cold plunge. Um,
0: I love that stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, so cool. So the Love Code breath technique is a tool of an empowerment that when we feel activated at the moment, right? Something has been activated: stress, tension, overwhelm, anxiety, anger resentment all of the things right the full gamut of the human experience Mm -hmm. emotionally right well we know what happens so if we hold carry those emotions if we hold on to them it creates stress and tension in the body right affects our overall health and immunity Right. right it affects our relationships and um it affects our decision making and our ability to have the highest vibrational point of attraction with the universe Mm -hmm. for receptivity. So it is three breaths release, forgiveness, and gratitude. Now I recommend of course, using the oils, especially in the early stages of practice with this. So you can learn how to anchor it at the biochemical level of the brain, the neural pathways, the nervous system, And then you can train yourself to use it without that. Um, But the most expedient way is to train with those. We even have those three formulas that I've created on the website, release, forgiveness, and gratitude that are so beautiful. That's great. But you can use whatever oil you'd like to work with. So the release breath is when you want to let go. Sometimes we don't want to let go because we're really angry and we're really in a tizzy, Mm -hmm. right? but we have to train ourselves in this way. So the release breath is just simply letting go. I want relief. I want release. So it is a breath in, right? And the breath in is expanding right through the body. We're receiving light from the universe around us through our breath. We're filling our body with oxygen and on the out breath, we're just letting go. So it's just an intention. So You could pick something in this moment, maybe. Maybe you had a little something stressful, maybe even technology or something before Mm -hmm. we we got on, right? So, okay, I'm going to let that go. So in my breath in, I'm going to expand. And on the exhalation, I am simply releasing all that no longer serves me in this moment, right? And just sometimes it takes a couple of breaths to feel that, release of tension Mm -hmm. physically right in the musculature in the mind but when you feel like you've released it the second breath then is one of forgiveness now it's not about forgiving another person it's about bringing the energy of forgiveness into your body Mm. into your being because forgiveness paves the way for grace and grace is solace, is comfort, right? So simply bringing in forgiveness through the in-breath. Whatever it was, maybe I could have done better in the moment. Maybe I wish I didn't say that or do that. Maybe I'm holding myself to the standard of per- perfection that simply is impossible. I I forgive. I let go and I let grace and feel how that just smooths out your field yourselves, right? It feels like a healing bomb, doesn't it?
0: Yes. It's very so soothing, simple.
1: very soothing, simple and yet profound. Mm-hmm. Then the last breath when you're ready is a breath of gratitude that you bring in gratitude, for yourself, for your courage, and your commitment for better, for more, for healing, for transformation. Gratitude, one of the highest frequencies of intentional creation at your fingertips. Feel yourselves illuminating with this blessing of gratitude, this gift that you are giving to yourself. You are the center of your universe. Not the universe, but your universe. So through this breath of gratitude, you are blessing everything in your universe. So this practice, you can start to train yourself, right, in your home or your office, but then you can find yourself doing it at the line, at the grocery or the mm, bank, right? Yeah. And you just saw that email and you got uh, fearful, anxious, angry, whatever it may be, right?
0: Mm-hmm. You're
1: harnessing the power within you. That is the path of the modern alchemist. Mm that We're is seeing the power
0: within us yes yeah 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 that's so wonderful adora i am so, just so grateful
1: It's my pleasure because now you've activated those five pillars in your own temple mm. your own body temple that you will carry with you throughout yes. the day in every interaction every experience
0: Yeah. And like you said, I mean, well, I don't know if you said it this way, but in IFS, we have a saying of like, you know, self-energy is contagious. And when we can connect with that, that source of self and healing, it, like you were saying, has this vibrational energy, this ripple effect. And it's just, oh, it's so wonderful. And thank you. I'm so grateful that you took the time to go into detail and to share about you know, these ways that people can incorporate this into their day to day. So thank you for sharing that with the listeners and with me, I was taking notes. Mm -hmm. I feel like over the past hour, I've just been so grateful that I've just been able to sit here and like take in all of your wonderful wisdom.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, you're so kind. It's such my pleasure and great joy, Natalie. Thank you for having me on again.
0: And we will for sure keep scheduling these. And like you said, you have your yes. new book. You, you said you have your new book coming out in the spring of next year.
1: Yes, it is. Um, it is really coming through the program, the Love Frequency okay. Modern Alchemist. It's the level one program. And we are starting the next cohort of the program this fall um and and that's really wonderful to come into the experience in the way of community um mm-hmm. and then the book will come out next march
0: oh beautiful so okay be we're well, very, love...
1: very excited about that
0: yes i'm excited to read that and to have you back on to talk about all of that and the wonderfulness that you'll be sharing with the world in regards to to love and the power of that vibration and mm-hmm. just for the listeners to know your website is soulinstitute.co correct?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh the soulinstitute.co. The,
0: the soulinstitute.co. Mm-hmm. And I'll put that yeah. in the show okay. notes. And also reminder, perfect. There is a link that is included both in this episode show notes and the previous one that's a link where you can get three months of free access to the alchemy library through Adoras. Yes wonderful website and all of that amazing information. So please Mm -hmm. click on that link and sign up to get your three months of free access.
1: Absolutely. And we also have some wonderful, of course we have the DNA book on the website, Mm -hmm. um, but we also have some wonderful eBooks. One that came out since our last conversation um, is uh, the love frequency, a modern alchemist guide to healing through cancer oh wow and it has a a lot of again these practical yet profound uh, modern alchemy pillars and practices um, that can be such a potent ally through the healing journey with cancer
0: absolutely that's amazing well adora thank you again so much and i look forward to talking with you again in the future
1: likewise blessings natalie and to your wonderful audience
0: Thank you so much. All right, everyone. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.